0: Hey everybody, this is Shelby Dorn with Daily Dog Tips, and today I'm going to go over some tips when you are raising two or more puppies. Keep tuning in. All right, thank you so much for tuning in to Daily Dog Tips. I am your host, Shelby Dorn, here to give you some tips for if you are raising multiple puppies, or if you have become a foster of multiple dogs, or multiple uh, rescues that you have in your house. So, I will get started uh, with the puppy side of it, because I just got an email from my buddy the other day that he got two German Shepherd puppies um, from the same litter, and he's just had some questions as far as, like, how we should train them and that kind of stuff, and typically what I say is when they're puppies, if you can start with your puppy from 8 to 10 weeks to 14 weeks, or from basically straight from the breeder as a little puppy, just make everything all your training should be almost like a game like the dog doesn't really know that you're actually going through training with them so it's not like a formal thing where you're at a trainer's place or you grab a leash and you're very serious you want to make it fun because it keeps them interacted um as many of you are going to know like puppies it's really hard to keep them on one track focus like they're just scatterbrained all over the place. Your training times are only gonna be for a few minutes in order to keep their attention. Always keep the um, training times very short, like five to 10 minutes at the most, unless you can keep them engaged. So if you are playing with them, it's great to use their toys and their treats and all that stuff as opportunities to teach them how to sit and wait for you to throw the toy in order to go fetch it and bring it back. especially with multiples like let's say you're you guys are playing a game of fetch and both the little dogs are running back and forth and chasing the ball like making them both sit and behave at the same time is going to be very valuable for you. So, when you have multiple dogs, I always like to train them together versus apart mainly because they're going to feed off of each other. So, if you are teaching them to listen together, then when they're, you know, one's misbehaving and you get them in line, the other one in line, sometimes the other one will come in line as well. But it's also a negative as well because if one's misbehaving, then the other one might be misbehaving as well. So it's always just beneficial, if you're, especially if you're starting with puppies and you got a pair of them, to just always treat their playtime and their game time as training time. So using that toy, boom, right over their head for the sit, down to the ground for the down, and just kind of incorporating the language that you want from them in your playtime because then you're just starting them off on the right foot. Also, if you're feeling a little overwhelmed, definitely don't hesitate at four months old to go and find a trainer in your area because the sooner that you get the training done, um, the better it's gonna be because then they don't have as many negative habits or, excuse me, bad habits already formed. Um, If you are rescuing multiple dogs at the same time if they have been together for a long time That's usually not a problem, but if you're rescuing two dogs that have never really met before um, I would just kind of recommend against that but It happens sometimes you just got a big heart and you get two dogs from the same rescue What you really want to do is you got to make sure that you kind of keep them together for everything to see how they do. If they are showing any kinds of signs of aggression or stretch, stress. <laughs> Sorry, I just ate, so my tongue stick to sticking to the roof of my mouth. But if they are showing any kinds of shine, uh, signs of aggression or stress towards one another, then like I had given it, Kathy advice, feed them separately. Maybe keep the toys away from each other for about three to four weeks to build up that habit of, you know you're only allowing them to have it at certain times, they're not becoming possessive over one toy or the other, and you're really learning about the dogs as individuals um, together, then if you have two rescue dogs run in and there's a big pile of toys, but you don't know that one's already toy possessive, boom, you already start off with a fight right from the beginning. So you really just want to be careful, um, especially with rescuing multiple dogs at the same time, just keep everything really plain Jane, feed them apart, maybe um, can make sure that they don't have any free access to toys without you giving it to them within the first three to four weeks. And then the same thing with fostering dogs. Um, My mom constantly fosters dogs from the GSGA, which is the Greyhound Association. And uh, we just make sure that we keep them separate from the toys for a while until we build up a good rapport with them. So just to kind of summarize that up, because I know that I was talking a little fast there, getting, (laughs) trying to get some uh, time in on this. I've had a little bit of a busy day, went and ran some errands with the wife instead of uh, being at work all day. So um, I just really want to sum it up. Took Rena for a walk as well. So that uh, took some time out of the day and worked this morning. So here we go, summarizing it up. Uh, Basically, if you start out with puppies from the same litter, do everything together um training all that stuff um it's probably fine to have toys out and about basically teaching them like manners and playing so if you see one that has a toy and another one just walks on over and snatches it right out of them maybe you take the toy away and kind of hold on to it or give it back to the other one or just make sure that there's enough toys for both of them so that way they don't develop possessiveness at a young age but if you're adopting multiple dogs at the same time, put the toys away, feed the dogs apart. You don't, especially if the dogs have never met before, you really want to make sure that you are keeping things very calm and kosher you don't want to too energetic energetic of an environment that is going to set them off you're really still getting to know the dogs um they've already developed their own habits and behaviors and you really need to learn about what those habits and behaviors are before you just go throwing everything together Um, maybe even having two separate crates for the dogs in the beginning because you're not sure how they're going to behave and you might need to put them both up or put one up um, if there's any issues as far as ones being aggressive or anything like that. Um, and then the same thing for fostering dogs as well, like I've given Kathy some advice before when she called in, is just feed the dogs apart. Uh, don't hesitate to put safety over convenience. Always put safety over convenience. Uh, you gotta remember these are all, all living, breathing things and just like humans, like we all have bad days. like. There's just, it's going to happen. I'm going to have a bad day. My wife is going to have a bad day. Doggerado Dan might have a bad day. Tim time might have a bad day. We all need to just kind of like keep that in mind when it comes to anything that's really living and breathing. Like even my dog has a bad day at daycare and boarding. And sometimes I got to put her up or sometimes I need to keep an extra eye on her. Sometimes I can't put toys in group with certain dogs because one dog is just having a bad day, but he's interacting okay with the other group. So you just got to always be adjustable, one. But two, just kind of always put safety over convenience. That's something that I'm always going to hammer home is safety over convenience every day. So for now, this is Shelby with Daily Dog Tips signing off. And expect a Daily Dog ramble in the morning. And we will see you guys then. Hope you have a great day.